0: have entered Kindergeist, a horror podcast for kids
1: and ghouls. <laughs> Welcome back to the Kindergeist Podcast. I'm Zakia, a 10th grader, and this is Maitita Zanthi. If it's your first time with us, our goal is to create a space for kids to explore horror through fun, inspiring, and meaningful dialogue. We exist to help the younger generation embrace themselves for being different, break the stigma that horror isn't for kids, and to make a positive impact on the horror community at large.
0: Today is kind of an emotional episode because we're finally covering my favorite movie of all time. Psycho.
1: Yes. <laughs> what? Redo that. What's yeah. It? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I spoiled it for everyone. That's my bad. It's from ni- the 1960s and it's directed by um, Alfred Hitchcock. I've heard of this director before. And I know this is like one of his famous films. I don't know other films that he's known for, but... The Birds is another one. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't.
0: He actually doesn't really only direct horror. Mm -hmm. He also does um, films like uh, To Catch a Thief and North by Northwest were kind of like thrillers and more mysteries. So I actually feel like you would like his other films as well.
1: Yeah. Is he dead? Like has he passed? He has been dead for a while. Because his name is super like famous because of like you know
0: Psycho. So I was uh, very excited when you said you wanted to cover this
1: movie. Um, What made you finally want to? Wait, sorry. I Vertigo. Vertigo. Yeah, Vertigo is another. Okay, I've heard of. I've heard of that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Uh, Why did I choose it? Yeah. Um. Well, because my my thesis got. She's always like talking about it. So I feel like it's a really good original horror type of like movie that everyone like has to watch eventually in their lifetime. And like when I say my aunt is like super obsessed, (laughs) she has like a photo on her wall. Yeah. She just talks about how it's like her favorite all the time. And, you know, and I just was like, oh, I'm kind of interested. And why can't we do that? So I'm surprised we didn't do it in our first season. Maybe we were focusing more on like stuff that was
0: specifically intended for teens or kids. If I had known that you'd like it so much, I wish I would have taken you to like a screening because every now and then they do like these really cool like live orchestra scores. Mm -hmm. It's amazing because like the music comes to life in a big way.
1: I remember uh, you threw your, uh, what's it called? the army the ending because like you were done with the uh, oh done with my short film an officer yeah, in the Airman. Short film, yeah and you did the little party and then like little band. it was interesting because like when I saw the shower scene it was kind of familiar but not like they didn't have the same music did they I don't think so. oh no but, you're like, thinking
0: of um that's a different film actually that's Halloween Michael Myers yeah yeah, yeah.
1: But I'm, like, talking about how, like, this suspense of, like, music kind of puts everything together because, yeah, I'm not sure if you guys seen, like, if you guys follow Airmen or anything, you guys should on their Instagram, but um there's, like, photos of, like, how the band was dressed and then along with, like, also acting a part of it and just, like, the music. So I felt like in movies, whenever they have that type of, like, old-timey music, it kind of brings back that memory of, like sitting down and watching this band play? Or this, I don't know, is it an orchestra? I don't, I don't think it's an orchestra because like orchestras are huge.
0: Yeah, but. it's more like
1: a band that was at yeah. the party, but at the rap party.
0: Um, what Zakia is talking about is the three Michaels. And it's really cool because these three musicians who are dressed up as Michael Myers, and they play the Halloween score by John Carpenter. It's really cool that you got to see it live like that. I'm curious what It'd be like for you to see the movie afterwards. Yeah, if you guys want to check it out, the Instagram for airmen, well, technically an officer and an airman is at Officer Airman, just like the two words, Officer Airman. But yeah, they're an amazing band. They go by the Three Michaels, but their real name is the Jazz Cartel. And they perform a lot over California.
1: That's amazing. That's like pretty cool, though. Warning and disclaimer. If you have watched Psycho, this episode is for you. But if you haven't, there is definitely a lot of spoilers that we have talked about. So I suggest that you watch Psycho before you listen to this episode because we do unpack a lot of details in this episode. Yeah. And you can watch it on Netflix. Um, Let me drink my water first. though. (laughs) I'm a little bit thirsty. You always need to have water right next to you whenever you're filming an episode because it's like, whew. OK, so basically Psycho is what? How do you say her name? Uh, Marion. Marion. OK, Um. so she basically has this lover and like they were like committing a little. Yeah. And then um she arrives to work and then there's like this creepy guy Um, and then he's putting a down payment for like four forty thousand dollars and then she runs away with it. Yeah, she steals the money. Yeah, she steals the money. She spends like 700 for to repair her car and then like a bunch of people are getting suspicious. So like the police, you know. There's one time like it's raining and there's the um Bates Motel, right? Not the hotel, but motel. Bates motel right? Yeah. Right next to it's like this creepy house and he doesn't I'm guessing he doesn't get a lot of people there. So <laughs> she checks in. He asks, "Oh, do do you mind if you like want to join me?" to dinner, and like she says yes. And then weirdly, he like they're discussing each other's hobbies. He likes his stuff, birds,
0: oh, taxidermy.
1: yeah, taxidermy. And I think that's kind of interesting because if Alfred Hitchcock made a movie about birds, the correlation to what psycho, like his hobbies and to what that movie is like kind of, I don't know. I just find
0: it really interesting, the similar symbolism
1: yeah exactly. So, of course, there's the iconic shower scene along with detectives running around. And then overall, it's just like the whole movie is just about how he's like a family guy and and he did kill his like mother and her lover really obsessed in a way, like emerged his mother's personality with his own personality. And you guys will see you guys will see trust. It's like it's a it's a really good like straightforward film, I think.
0: So did you find it scary since it was made in 1960?
1: Not that much. I mean, I thought I was going to see way more gore, but I really liked it, to be honest. It wasn't that scary as I expected to for it to be. But I honestly think like compared to like Haunting of blind Manor or Haunting of Hill House or like movies kind of like that, it, I think it scared me more than watching this. Like Although the music does make it more eerie in a way, It was not to a point where I'm like, you know, like when you eat like spice, like you order like spicy noodles and it's too spicy that you would not enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about like watching horror movies. It's like if there's like too much of like a gore or a type of like uncomfortable chill type of sense, then I will not. Mm,
0: Like if it's too intense, like it's too dark. exactly.
1: Exactly. Then I wouldn't enjoy it whatsoever. Like I remember I watched Bird Box at the age of like how old was I? Like nine. And that has like stuck in my brain for a while. Like, but also it's the fact that I was in the Philippines when I was watching it. The Philippines is like has their own like scary stories, you know. And I think that movie was kind of too scary for me to meet for me to enjoy, especially at that young age, you know. So it's like kind of those type of things, but yeah. What about you? When you first watched the movie, what were your thoughts on it? The first time I watched Psycho was in high school.
0: I kept hearing about how Psycho was one of the greatest movies of all time. I was like, okay, let me go to the library and borrow it and see what all the fuss is about. I watched it alone and I was like completely blown away. After the movie ended, I just sat there for a really long time. And I was just like really shocked at how good it was, but also how uncomfortable I felt with that last shot in the film. And that made me realize that movies weren't just entertainment, that they could like have layered meanings and they could have like really crazy turns. I love that Psycho is actually like a message about mental health through the horror genre. That's why it's my favorite film to this day, because it was like the first film that really made me uh, fall in love with movies in a different kind of way.
1: Yeah, I kind of sense that for you too. Like, well, I mean, I don't know when you watched it, but I remember, well, you should get a psycho tattoo. Not the not not ghost face, but psycho tattoo. I feel like you would get that, not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to think of what it would be. Do you have any ideas?
1: No, not really.
0: <laughs> I think that you should get it. Like, where do you want to get it though? Do you have like any idea? I mean, I definitely don't want it on my face.
1: Mm. On your
0: face? No, I said as far I don't want it on my face. <laughs> oh, not on your face. Okay, okay. okay, And also like the film has was so groundbreaking for its time. Like it's crazy to think that when they showed this in the theater, people were like fainting and vomiting. Fainting? Be- yeah, because it to them at that time, it was so violent. Oh, really? Yeah. If I had a time machine, I, this is the movie that I would want to go back and see with like a huge audience. And see how Mm. everyone's freaking out.
1: I think it's fascinating how it's like black and white, like, because, you know, how like old movies are like that. I think it's like the aspect of it, but being black and white. Yeah. And that's interesting you bring that up because
0: Alfred Hitchcock specifically made it black and white. Um, They already had color film at the time. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: It was also the first time a toilet was ever shown in a movie. And that was hugely controversial as well. A toilet? Yeah, like the scene where she flushes the note in the toilet.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And people were up in arms about it, like the the rating system. It was like controversy.
1: Humans are weird. (laughs) (laughs) This is a toilet. I remember when we went to Universal the Bates Motel was there? And like, you know how like the little tour that you go on?
0: Yeah, that's my favorite place.
1: (laughs) I didn't know that that was a part of Psycho, (laughs) the motel area. area. Like, did they film it there or no? Oh, yes, they did film it there. That is so amazing. That is so cool. I think that's like really fascinating.
0: Yeah, if I ever get married, I, I would really want it to be done at the Bates house in the Bates Motel. Oh, really? And... Yeah, I wonder how much it would cost though. Let's see.
1: Do people get married there a lot? Or is it just like
0: I doubt it. Um if if the, if it's common, I'm going to be super surprised. I would like the uh, the Halloween uh, 3 Michaels band to perform. <laughs> it would just really? be like a full on ho- like horror wedding.
1: <laughs> it says do not get married at the Bates Motel. It says do not? Yeah, well Wait, I, why? Uh, Tripadvisor, I don't know. Why does it say that? Yeah. Because there's only one rating and it's, they gave him
0: one star. Okay. So someone did get married there and they said it was an awful experience.
1: Oh, this is a whole different thing. What is this? Hold on, wait, what? Was it a White House? Brown, just like wood. Okay, I think this is completely wrong because it says the build a Mansion, but it looks kind of like... Oh, yeah, that's something else. Maybe you have to like contact like Universal. I feel like they would, it would be like, at least like 700 for the venue. I feel like it would be much more, but yeah, I don't like know. Yeah, like 1000 Oh, that's like too much. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't want to get like... Where else would you want to like get married at though? Like what venue? That was like the only one that I was oh, really, really? <laughs> 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 counting like on. The, 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 the horror house? Like another horror house? Like what the Halloween the one, house? The one from American Horror Story.
0: The murder house, the murder house. Oh, but I don't really have a close emotional connection to that Mm. house. So the psycho house in the Bates Motel are like the ones. (laughs) Mm, I see. Who is your favorite actor on it? By far, Anthony Perkins. He's probably my favorite actor in general of all time. His career is interesting because his reputation as an actor was like a romantic rom-com kind of guy. Mm -hmm. So the twist that happens in this movie really shocked people because they wouldn't even think somebody like him would be a killer. But then it kind of affected his career after that. Because all Mm -hmm. he was, like, anybody, everybody could only see him in horror roles. And he wasn't able to, like,
1: get... It's, like, kind of... I feel like that's, like, literally kind of like um, Evan Peters. Oh, yeah, because he kind of got his start in, like, comedies, right? Yeah, and then he moved on to American Horror Story. And then now he's, like, playing Jeffrey Dahmer in a way. And that's, like, I think that he's going to stick with that. He won't be able to escape because people will only see him in, like, the horror realm.
0: I am still like stunned to this day that uh, anthony perkins didn't win an oscar for his performance really
1: how do you how do you not get an oscar for like one of the best um, <laughs> films? did you know that um jamie lee curtis
0: is the daughter of the actress who plays marion janet lee i had no idea well you've seen freaky friday right oh no i haven't watched freaky friday actually oh you haven't i feel like you'd really enjoy that movie Oh, Halloween. Oh. Yeah, she was also in
1: Halloween. Huge Nepo baby. What do you think of the term Nepo baby? It should be used. I mean, a lot of people are Nepo babies. Like, even Clara was a Nepo baby because her dad is like a CEO of like Coca Cola or used to be. I mean, I think of it neutrally because take a look at like Jaden Smith and like Willow Smith, you know? Their parents are obviously Will Smith. So, with his type of like fame, his kids are, like, really talented. Like, they should be getting, oh, they should be getting recognition. Like, I feel like even though if they were not to be born, like, from Will Smith, like, if they had different parents, then they would get famous eventually, you know what I mean? Because of how much talent they hold. But I feel like if people are getting recognized for their parents, like, not wrongdoings, but more of, like, a and supporting them, like, I don't know how to explain it without getting canceled (laughs) um but i think there's no negative or positive thing i think it's a neutral type thing like with lily rose depp like she's obviously beautiful so then you would think like she would become a model in a different lifetime if her parents were not who they were you know what i mean i think it's like all about perspective like thinking in the meta do you think it's like a negative thing oh and not at all people
0: shouldn't be judged for who their parents are regardless. Yeah. It's and like, you can't
1: really control it either. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? so. And it's like, if the opportunity is there, then you should like grab it. Because if I had parents that were like successful doctors or something like that, and I wanted to become a successful neurosurgeon, for example, and they got me through medical school and all these things um, very quickly because of connections and, um knowledge, then I'll take that opportunity. If they were famous singers and I was really good at singing and I really wanted to make it big out there, then I would already have connections. It's just like the matter of fact of like being ahead and having an advantage due to your parents, you know? But I feel like in certain situations it can be like if someone is using it as a negatively in a negative way. And that's where like I draw the line because it's like, you know, obviously you're not promoting something that's positive for society it's more of a negative thing but if you want to do your like your own thing without harming anyone else i think that'd be a good way to put it did you know that there's like psycho two and three i had no idea and yeah. like i was researching about it yesterday and four. I was like, Oh, there's four yeah there's oh. four and then there's a tv show and
0: there's a tv movie and there's a remake that's in color
1: have you watched any of them
0: yeah i've watched all of them. Of course you have. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I actually own Psycho th- 1 through 4, but they're re-releasing it in 4K. And um, I really want to get that collection because it's going to be like looking all good. And I just learned that 4K plays on any player. And um, there's actually a movie that's um, inspired by the making of Psycho, behind the scenes of Psycho. And how the film oh, really? was made. Yeah.
1: That is so interesting. I think it's kind of um nice how people are still keeping Psycho alive, you know? Do you think it'll eventually die out?
0: Never. I feel never? like it'll never <laughs> die out because it's such a highly revered movie. And it made such a change in not just the horror genre, but filmmaking in general. I would be surprised if it ever was forgotten. Because even like 1960... And you're watching it today and it still resonated with you.
1: I think it's a really good movie, though. Like if you
0: were Marion and you had the temptation of like taking the money, what what would you do?
1: I would take the money and go to Los Angeles. <laughs> but you are in <laughs> <the> Los Angeles. <laughs> no, but I mean, like if I were in her situation, because Phoenix, I was literally in Phoenix like last week and... I literally hate Phoenix so much. Like it's such a bad Like It's too hot. It's too hot. I'm so sorry to break it to you. That's
0: true. I heard it's hot.
1: Even though there's still shade, it's still humid, you know? So I'm like, okay, whatever. But I would definitely take the money. But like before, that's like 40,000, you know, that's like a lot. But then now it's kind of like, eh, if it was like a million, then I would go. But right now I don't know I just have mixed signals about I mean emotions about it if I were to be in her scenario I would take it but then if I wasn't in her scenario and if I was like right now then I would not take it would you take the money
0: no I always have a thing about like I don't don't really like stealing (laughs) I like how you were just like yep I'm taking the money but like (laughs) uh, I have like a big guilt thing where I'm like oh Mm. like one the only time I ever like I cheated on a math test, and it's to this day. I'm just like, man. (laughs) Well, I really (laughs) did. You get caught? No, not at all. What? I still can't forget it. (laughs) Oh my gosh! (laughs) But um, do you remember Spaz? Like, yeah. So uh, I took Spaz like several years ago to see Psycho in the theater, and Mm -hmm. that scene where they're speaking in the parlor about. Ah, uh, Marion's telling him, "Oh, why don't you put her in an institution? Yeah, because your mother needs help, or she's an invalid." Norman Bates gets all upset about it. Yeah, like defendi. Yeah, defend like defensive, defensive and yeah. It was interesting because Spaz said that it reminded her of her situation with her dad, like her mm. late father, because he had dementia. Yeah, I
1: do remember you told me about that.
0: Yeah, so I was like, I think the. The mental health issues in the film are very like vivid in a way that really ties with all the story the story yeah. very well together. Because I know you're really big on mental health. Did you notice anything or anything stick out to you?
1: Norman Bates was just kind of psychotic. I feel like, but his, his I think I see how can we say like Jeffrey Dahmer's or people with terrible childhood trauma. You know, because of their parents, it kind of makes them like that and like affects their mental health at a very young age. So mm-hmm. I feel like um, it definitely was showcased, but not showcased enough. i I mean, like it was made in like nine the nineteen 1960- six in the sixties. so of course, you wouldn't get the full aspect of mental health, but what her his mom kind of treated him a like the how the mom was kind of like to um Norman. you can kind of see how she like was in real life due to like the way that psychologically he's now like what he is, you know. With the whole like going to an institution, it reminds me a lot of like the second season of American Horror Story to the asylum. I think that's interesting. Um, obviously, he's not mentally OK. In the TV show that you get to see
0: the relationship that he has with his mother when they were oh, still really? alive. Like yeah, IRL. And uh, the actors are amazing. Um, Freddie Highmore and Vera Mart. Vera Farmiga? I don't know if I'm saying that right.
1: I feel like actors will soon
0: emerge to horror. They usually start in horror and then... And in something else.
1: Yeah. Like take Patrick Bateman. Christian Bale? Yeah, Christian Bale. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> did he did he go from Batman to Patrick Bateman or, ba- or Patrick Bateman to Batman? He was
0: Patrick Bateman first and then was Batman.
1: Yeah, I did see an interview of him saying that like people... Said that once you become Batman, that no one will really recognize or like acknowledge you anymore. But I think that people will still do that. But like then take on the role of Patrick Bateman. I think that's like really interesting. Mm, like like if he did it the other that way, Robert Pattinson is not going to have a career after playing Batman. Absolutely not. He's going to have a career still. He's still going to be starring in a bunch of things. Come on now, I'm going to defend him all the time. I think uh, Robert Pattinson
0: is uh, he's unique in that way, because he if you look at his uh, filmography, he's been very specific to choose films that don't pigeonhole him. So mm-hmm. I think he's different from the other actors who were unable to kind of break from the superhero role.
1: Yeah, he's smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Robert Pattinson. Oh, my gosh, my obsession is coming back uh oh so we'll stop her I'm just kidding speaking of like being stopped um do you have a fear of the police or anything or oh yeah I think you know but <laughs> not necessarily but like oh I did have this one. Oh yeah I had a dream where I skipped a class or something happened and the police tried to look for me and I was put in a jail cell. And then it was like so bad. And then one of my friends that were a part of it, she moved to Washington running away. Or no, I met her in the jail cell and then she escaped. My dad is looking at me weirdly. It's a dream. <laughs> goodness, guys. I tried to search up what it meant. And it said that I just have, I'm just having like a fear of like missing something. Like I need to like continuously like, do my assignments and like whatever is due. I'm just having anxiety about submitting stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean that makes sense. School is really important to you and your future. Mm-hmm. Oh, this I wanted to ask. Um, did you hear the or watch the new music video for Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo?
1: Oh no, I haven't. I watched it actually. I've been um, um
0: listening on repeat. I think it's it really good? good. Yeah. Okay,
1: I'll I'll and, listen to it later.
0: The music video was directed by Petra Collins and it's like a little bit Twilight inspired just based on like the forest that she's in. And
1: Oh yeah. I did um, her post on Instagram. I saw her posing with a Twilight something. Oh, that's right. Little. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of funny. I'm definitely going to watch it now. I just think that I had a really big like Olivia Rodrigo era in 2021 um, for some reason that whole album kind of changed like that. I think that was the first ever album I've like listened to like fully, like without it, like without stopping without like anything. I, I like literally listened to that album. Like that was the first ever album I've ever listened to like fully. It was insane. And I think it definitely changed my perspective on a lot of things. I think that vampire, I mean, if she's coming out with a new album, maybe I'll like listen to it. Then people are talking about it on TikTok, like the, the growing of that album. Sour. Sour. Right. Mm-hmm. Sour. Moving on to Vampire. Like the new era. Kind of like Taylor Swift to point out, like putting little trinkets in her music. So I kind of find that fascinating. No, I'm super excited. Her new album is called Guts. Oh, so she is releasing a new album. Yeah. Okay.
0: That'll be the next one. Yeah, because um, and also she's like half Filipino
1: yeah which is so cool like we're basically related to her <laughs> we're basically family you just like call her up and be like oh yeah so do you want to like eat out
0: with us and go have a kare kare I
1: know we'll take her to the we'll take her to the Los Feliz <laughs> oh, my gosh okay guys okay so what age group would you recommend this um, film to well I think um, I think people 12 and up would be great for this. Like if you're starting out watching horror, then you should definitely watch this when you're 12 and up. But if you're younger than that, I think it will definitely traumatize you in a way. Cause you mentioned that like even people back then who are watching in movies, like in movie theaters, were kind of like throwing up and doing all these things. Cause it could be sickening. But I feel like if you're at that age, it'll be good.
0: Yeah, this movie is rated R, but I feel like PG thirteen and up could watch this uh, for the amount of stuff that we're kind of exposed to at this kind of day and age
1: what is the rating on this movie it's uh, rated r uh it's rate it's rated r yes maybe because in the past it was like super a lot but i think this should be at least pg-13 and who do you uh who
0: would you recommend this for kids or teenagers who are interested in seeing um older films Again, this is made in 1960, and I feel like it's such a top tier movie that it would be a great introduction to classic cinema um, because it's like scary, but it's not too scary. And the story is super strong. Yeah, it's basically a good starter.
1: Right. I agree. So we haven't done this in a while, which is quote of the night. So ours today is, well, a boy's best friend is his mother. And this really correlates with the movie. I feel like um, it's an ongoing theme. So, yeah. Do you feel that quote is true? Oh, yeah. Like, like, you know how, like, you're a mama's boy. <laughs> I think that it was exaggerated, like, heavily in this movie, like, to the extreme where he emerged his own personality with his dead mothers, you know, that's kind of scary. And, like, I think that's, like, how he copes in a way, because when he died, when she died, like, I think he was very in denial about it. Yeah. Is your time so empty? No. No. Well, I run the office and uh,
0: tend the cabins and grounds and, and do little uh, errands for my mother, the ones she allows I might be capable of doing. do you go out with friends? Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother.
1: Um, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Um, subscribe to this and add us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All you have to do is search up Kinder Guys podcast. Remember, you are loved, you're a baddie, and remember to always live on the fright side. Bye!